Please join me in our prayer for illumination. As you came in the stillness of dark, great God, enter our lives this night. Overcome darkness with the light of Christ's presence so that we may clearly say the way to walk, the truth to speak, and the life to live through Christ our Lord. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration. It was taken while Corinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judah, to the city of David, called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then the angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David, a savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there is with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorified and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. This is the word of the Lord. Brett, thank you for that powerful reading of the gospel lesson for tonight. I, I know you're not yet quite in ninth grade, but I think you're ready for seminary whenever you want to go. <laughs> and I mean that. There's few things that would make me happier than to write that letter of recommendation. <laughs> Consider me at the ready. Thank you, Brett. Thank you. Kelly Tripchick is a spiritual director and a poet who lives in Boiling Springs, Pennsylvania. And she wrote recently a beautiful poem entitled Midnight Benediction. And it goes like this. Half awake, 
deep under a layer of blankets, I hear my son cry out in his cold, dark room at the end of the hall. Ya, 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 he calls, pausing to wait for his brother's reply. Answering silence is followed by thump, patter, then the squeak of his door. Halfway down the hall, the word mommy slips from his lips. What? I call, still snuggled, waiting to hear what will be required of me. A drink of water, a blanket straightened or tucked, a song or a hand held in the dark. I love you, he calls. Then I hear his footsteps turn as he hurries back to his warm bed. Now I am awake and thinking of his voice splitting the night like an angel choir. The words, I love you, falling like snow across an otherwise silent night. Friends, the story of Christmas is that amidst the brokenness and fear and worry of our lives and of our world, in Jesus Christ, born in Bethlehem, God loves us. God reaches out to claim us and redeem us. The distance between the sacred and the secular, between heaven and earth, is bridged. God's perfect and complete love is given to us. It's given to all the world. In the baby born to Mary, God calls out to us, I love you. And that love changes everything. And the simple invitation that God extends to us on this holy night is to receive that love, to simply receive it. It is a gift freely given, no strings, no conditions attached. And the invitation God extends to us is to go forth into the world and to embody that love for those who are hurting or lost or alone. It's how it was for those shepherds on that first Christmas long ago, keeping watch over their flock by night. An angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. And the angel said, don't be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David, a savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You'll find a child wrapped in bands of cloth, lying in a manger. Shepherds said to one another, let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place that the Lord has made known to us. And, and they went and they found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. And they did not keep the gift, the good news to themselves. They shared it with others. And all who heard it were changed by what the shepherds told them. So do you see what's going on here? They received the life 
life-altering, unexpected gift of God's love in the child born in Bethlehem. And then without delay, they shared that gift with others. They did not keep quiet about it or hide it just for themselves. They did not sleep on it. They did not form a task force or call a committee meeting to talk about it. They shared it. The text says they made known to others what had been told them about this child, and all who heard were amazed at what the shepherds told them. And so I wonder, on this beautiful night, if you are in need of receiving anew the gift of God's great love, God's game-changing, world-shaking, wholehearted love. Many of us, in theory, know of that love. We have learned of it. We have heard all kinds of people speak of it. But we live most of our days as though it need be earned or deserved, that it is perhaps granted with extravagance to others, but not to us. I love the story of the group of first graders who were asked to do a writing assignment in school. The question they were assigned to answer was, what is love? It's a great question. Emma, age six, answered it this way. Love is when you're missing some of your teeth, but you're not afraid to smile because you know your friends will still love you even though some of you is missing. What a blessing it is to have just one person who will love you with that kind of unconditional love, even though some of you is missing. And what an even greater blessing it is to know that that is how much God loves you. The God who separated the darkness from the light at the dawn of creation, who called into being the heavens and the earth, the God who creates each human being in God's sacred image, and who sent his son into the world to love us and redeem us. For many of us, maybe all of us, there are moments where we wonder if perhaps we are beyond the reach of God's love and care. There are moments where we think that we have drifted too far or have messed up too many times or become too lost to ever be found or to find our way home. The gift of Christmas is a reminder of God's pure and perfect love, a love granted to each one of us the very moment we were created and which is seen and known more fully, more clearly in the one born in Bethlehem. And the gift of Christmas is the invitation to incarnate the gospel. It's to embody that love for others. Even those who are difficult to love, the the stranger, the outcast, the person we want nothing to do with, to love them as God loves us, that they might come to know of God's great love more fully. I wonder if you heard that Paul McCartney was here in town at the Blue Cafe just a few days ago for lunch. The international rock and roll superstar 
one of the Beatles had lunch here in Basking Ridge on a chilly Friday just a few days ago. A member of the church staff shared the photo and the story with other members of the staff and most of those who responded on this group email, they were so disappointed that they missed it. If only I had known, one responded. If only someone had told me, another one wrote. What a glorious opportunity we are all given as people of faith to share the news to extend the invitation to tell the story of the arrival of the one who no one else's can come close to. The invitation that God extends to us on this holy night is to receive God's great love, to simply receive it. It is a gift freely given, no strings attached, no minimum GPA, no other measures of worthiness or perfection. Are required and the invitation God extends to us is to go forth into the world and to embody that love for those who are hurting or lost or alone friends will you receive that gift will you allow God to love you the way God seeks to love you and will you share that wondrous gift with someone else. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.